0: Alright, brave souls and easily spooked wanderers, before we dive into the adult-themed chaos of Dark Enigma, here's your legal heads up. Our tales and banter might disturb, frighten, or even offend you. If you're the kind who faints at the sight of a dark shadow, well, this may not be your cup of eerie tea. Consider this your warning. Listener discretion is advised, and we will not be held responsible for any spilled coffee, dropped jaws, or overly dramatic gasps that may ensue. So, clutch your pearls at your own peril. Alright, buckle up, or don't, I'm not your mother, and you've been warned. Greetings, my heathens, and step right up to the vortex of the peculiar and unexplained. This is Dark Enigma, and I am your ringmaster, Nicole Delacroix, here to guide you through tales of things that go bump in the night, creatures that haunt your dreams, supernatural beings with more drama than your nosy neighbor, and a sprinkle of unsolved mysteries. So, buckle up. Grab your beverage of choice, and prepare to be whisked away to the dark, delightful conundrum of today's episode. Let the weirdness commence as we dive into today's Dark Enigma. Welcome paranormal pals. Today on Dark Enigma, we're diving into the mysterious with our usual sarcasm and a sprinkle of dark humor. Get your favorite spirits ready, whether it's a fancy wine or a trusty brew, because Let's be honest, your social calendar is probably emptier than a ghost's closet. Mine is too. Take a swig every time you're mystified by our spellbinding tales or equally spellbinding host. But hey, the choice of poison is yours, so choose wisely and let the laughter and libations flow. Alright, now for the game part. How about every time I say "doll," That will be a single shot. And every time I say paranormal, that will be a double shot. Now that the business end is out of the way, we can jump headfirst into today's dark enigma. So, channel your polyester vibes. That's right. Don your bell-bottom jeans, a psychedelic print shirt that screams flower power, and top it off with a wide-collared, vibrant jacket that practically yells, FUNKY DETECTIVE! as we dive into today's offering of The Doll, The Myth, The Polyester Nightmare, Annabelle's Side-Eye Chronicles. That's right, today we're diving headfirst into the gripping tale of Annabelle, the side-eye queen of the doll realm. Buckle up because we're about to expose the origins of the side-eye that could make any cat jealous. Just remember, your illustrious host has a particular phobia about dolls because, you know why, they're creepy as F, you know right. But for you, my dear listeners, I would go to the ends of the earth and back, no matter how creeped out I am. So, picture it, the 70s, where disco fever was high and our girl Annabelle was just a raggedy Ann trying to find her groove in a world of lava lamps and questionable fashion choices. In her early days, Annabelle was the picture of innocence, clad in her red, white, and blue. She was the doll next door, if you will, the one you'd invite to your tea party without a second thought. Polyester or not, Annabelle was on a mission to charm her way into the hearts of unsuspecting humans. In the quaint and innocent era of the 1970s, amidst lava lamps and psychedelic hues, the story of Annabelle the doll that would become a notorious paranormal sensation began. Originally just a humble raggedy M, this doll embarked on a journey from the shelves of a toy store to to the center of chilling tales and spine-tingling encounters. Little did the world know that the unassuming red, white, and blue creation would transcend its polyester roots and become a malevolent force, with button eyes that held the power to send shivers down even the bravest spines. Join me as we unravel the threads of Annabelle's origins, exploring the innocent beginnings that paved the way for a doll to become the crowned queen of side-eye supremacy in the realm of the supernatural. The story behind how Annabelle the doll became possessed is rooted in the paranormal investigations of Ed and Lorraine Warren, renowned demonologists and paranormal investigators. According to their accounts, the tale began in the early 1970s when a nursing student, named Donna, received the Raggedy Ann doll as a gift from her mother. I'm going to pause for just a second here because who sends a grown woman a Raggedy Ann doll? Right there, I'm going to question it because I think I got angry with my father when I was 17. My mother finally made him buy Christmas presents for me and my older sister and he bought us dolls. I was 17. I didn't want a doll. I wanted Jack Daniels. Okay, back to the story. Donna and her roommate Angie noticed peculiar occurrences surrounding the doll, such as changes in its position and subtle movements. As these incidents intensified, the women sought the help of the Warrens, who determined that the doll was being manipulated by an inhuman spirit. According to the Warrens' investigations, the entity sought to possess a human host, attempting to exert its influence through the doll. Allegedly, the spirit claimed to be that of a deceased young girl by the name of Annabelle Higgins, who had lived on the property before the apartment building had been constructed. The Warrens believed that Annabelle Higgins' spirit was not a benevolent one, but rather a malevolent force seeking a vessel for possession. Dom, Dom, Dom! I'm sorry, you know I gotta throw some drama in here. The doll's possession escalated, leading the Warrens to perform a blessing on Donna and Angie's apartment and take Annabelle into their possession. They housed the doll in a glass case within their occult museum, emphasizing the importance of keeping Annabelle confined to prevent her from causing further harm. While skeptics question the authenticity of the Annabelle story, it has become a prominent part of paranormal lore, inspiring books, movies, and captivating the imagination of those fascinated by the eerie and unexplained. The innocent doll turned mischievous menace allegedly began pulling off stunts that even David Copperfield would raise his eyebrows to. Moving on her own, check. Giving people the side eye from across the room, double check. Annabelle wasn't just a doll; she was a diva in the making, and she had a talent and flair for the dramatic that would put Broadway to shame. As the 70s disco ball faded into the background. So did Annabelle's innocence. Her button eyes, once filled with childlike wonder, took on a mischievous glint that hinted at a side-eye mastery in the making. Polyester or not, Annabelle was about to become the doll everyone warned you about. Get ready for a roller coaster of spooks, sass, and a doll drama. The stage is set, the lights are dimmed, and Annabelle's button eyes are ready to tell a story that polyester could only dream of. So we left Annabelle in her heyday, a doll with a mischievous sparkle in her button eyes. But how did our girl go from being a mere Raggedy Ann to the Queen of Side-Eye supremacy? Exactly how did our sweet little Raggedy Ann become the reigning monarch of Side-Eye? Let's unravel the paranormal tapestry and expose the drama that would make even a soap opera blush. Ed and Lorraine Warren, our dynamic duo of the supernatural, and, you know, the mothership. I'm just saying, because we all worship them. They claimed Annabelle wasn't just a doll, that she was a vessel for some serious demonic energy. In fact, she was a vessel for a malevolent entity. Annabelle allegedly escalated her antics, subtly moving around the room, rearranging herself to ensure she was always at the center of attention. And I'm going to pause for a second there. That. Right there, that, moving around the room and rearranging herself is why dolls are creepy AF. I'm just saying. Okay, back to the story. Innocent bystanders walking into a room only to catch Annabelle giving them the side eye from the shelf. According to their accounts, Annabelle wasn't satisfied with just sitting pretty on a shelf. Oh no, she upgraded her game, moving around ensuring that she was always the center of attention. Just imagine coming home to find your supposedly inanimate doll giving you the side-eye from a new perch. Forget Chucky. Annabelle was the original master of doll mind games. Now, the side-eye wasn't just a casual glance. No. It was allegedly Annabelle's way of asserting dominance. Like a puppet master pulling the strings of your deepest fears, she used her button eyes to let you know who was really in control. The side eye, my dear listeners, was Annabelle's signature move in the world of paranormal mind games. But the drama didn't stop there. The Warrens, recognizing Annabelle's star power, decided to put her on display in their occult museum. People flocked to witness the doll's judgmental gaze, turning it into a rite of passage for paranormal enthusiasts. If you could endure Annabelle's stare without sprinting for the exit, well, you'd earn your stripes in the world of the supernatural. But here's the kicker. Some skeptics believe it's all an elaborate side-eye illusion. They argue that the doll's movements could be attributed to environmental factors or the overactive imaginations of those desperate for a paranormal encounter. I'm going to pause for a second and tell you straight up, I am not looking for a doll to move on its own, and if it does, fuck me, I'm running. I'm just saying. Okay, back to the story. Is Annabelle truly a puppeteer, manipulating us into believing she's the grand dame of the side eye? Well, as we ponder this conundrum, our journey transitions into the next act of our polyester laden saga, Annabelle's fashion makeover. Oh yes, our doll isn't just a paranormal powerhouse. She's a fashion icon in the world of demonic couture. So buckle up for a seance with style, because Annabelle's side-eye, yeah, it's not just a stare, it's a fashion statement that polyester nightmares are made of. So fasten your seatbelts as we embark on a journey through Annabelle's wardrobe and her Hollywood transformation. So we've witnessed Annabelle's side-eye rise to stardom. But what happens when a doll decides it's time for a Hollywood makeover? Spoiler alert! Polyester nightmares get a haute couture twist. Annabelle. The once-innocent raggedy Anne getting a call from her agent. Yes, even demonic dolls have agents in Hollywood. Everyone does. The Warrens, recognizing Annabelle's potential for paranormal glamour, decided it was time for her to take the leap from the occult museum to the silver screen. And just like that, our girl traded her red, white, and blue threads for a Hollywood horror chic ensemble. Now, Annabelle wasn't just content with being a regular creepy old doll. No, she wanted A-list status, because who doesn't? And where better to achieve that than in the Conjuring universe? She made her debut in The Conjuring as the demonic doll with a side eye that could cut through the scariest shadows. Polyester may wrinkle, but Annabelle? Hmm, no. She was about to get a makeover that even Vogue would envy. In the Conjuring universe, Annabelle went from being a quaint doll to a demonic diva, complete with her own spin-off movies. Forget Hollywood royalty. Annabelle was the reigning queen of horror, and her fashion evolution reflected that. She traded her cute button eyes for a malevolent gaze that could give even the bravest souls the heebie-jeebies. But let's not forget the real fashionista behind the scenes, the doll designer responsible for Annabelle's Hollywood chic transformation. Imagine a demonic Tim Gunn advising Annabelle on how to make it work in the world of frightful fashion. Doll, you need drama. More drama. And drama she got. Her Hollywood makeover not only elevated Annabelle's status from creepy to iconic, but it also gave her a new lease on paranormal life. People weren't just scared of her, they were lining up to be terrified. Annabelle became a horror sensation, and polyester nightmares became a thing of the past. Brace yourself for tales on those who claim to have felt the intense gaze of Annabelle upon them. The side eye may have gotten a Hollywood upgrade, but the terror it induces? Timeless. Now, you've got your popcorn, you've got your courage, and possibly a security blankie, because we're diving into the real meat of the Annabelle saga. The spine-chilling side eye chronicles. These are the tales of those who dared to dance with the devilish doll and lived to tell the tale. Or did they? Hmm, I guess we'll have to find out. Picture this. A small town, antique shop. Dusty shelves filled the forgotten treasures, and a seemingly innocent doll tucked away in the corner. Our unsuspecting protagonist, let's call her Sarah, stumbles upon this quaint store during a weekend getaway. Drawn to the vintage charm, Sarah spots a Raggedy Ann doll, innocently sitting amongst porcelain trinkets and faded postcards. Little did she know, this doll had a secret history that would soon unfold. Intrigued, Sarah purchases the doll and takes it home, thinking it would make a quirky addition to her collection. However, as soon as the clock strikes midnight, because of course, it always happens at midnight, right? Strange occurrences begin. The first night, Sarah hears faint giggles from the doll's direction, dismissing it as her imagination. (laughs) But as the days pass, the giggles become whispers, and the whispers turn into audible conversations. Sarah, initially amused, starts to feel an unsettling presence whenever she's near the doll, because again, dolls are creepy as F. One evening, as Sarah relaxes on her couch, she swears she sees the doll's button eyes move, following her every move. The side eye, once an innocent expression, now seems to be brimming with judgment. Sleepless nights ensue as Sarah becomes convinced that the doll is not as harmless as it appears. Disturbed by the escalating events, she seeks the advice of a paranormal investigator, The investigator, initially skeptical, agrees to examine the doll. To their surprise, during the investigation, the doll seems to respond to questions with subtle movements and even emits mysterious whispers captured on audio recordings. In a bold move, the investigator suggests a side-eye exorcism, armed with a sewing kit and a determination to unravel the mystery. As stitches are carefully placed, the whispers grow louder, and the doll's gaze intensifies. The investigator, undeterred, completes the sewing ritual, sealing the doll in a glass case. In the aftermath, the eerie occurrences subside, leaving Sarah to wonder about the unexpected journey she embarked upon with a seemingly innocent, raggedy Anne. The doll, now encased, remains a silent witness to the paranormal escapade. And the antique shop, forever unchanged, retains its enigmatic allure. Next, we have the brave souls who visited the Warrens' occult museum, where Annabelle's side-eye was on full display. One unsuspecting visitor claimed they felt the doll's gaze following them around the room, judging their life choices like a spectral life coach. It's like being judged by a doll that's not only seen your internet search history, but it's Thoroughly disappointed by it. it would be really disappointed by mine. Then there's the legendary tale of a couple who scoffed at Annabelle's supposed powers. In a fit of bravado, the husband allegedly taunted Annabelle, challenging her to do her worst. Well, let's just say things took a turn for the eerie. According to the story, they suffered a near-fatal motorcycle accident shortly after leaving the museum. Coincidence or cosmic side-eye consequence? You be the judge. But it's not just the museum visitors who felt Annabelle stares. Let's address the skeptics in the room. Those who think the side-eye is just a figment of overactive imagination. Picture it. Paranormal investigator sets up shop fully prepared to debunk the Annabelle hysteria. But as the night unfolds, strange phenomena occur footsteps where there should be none, whispers in the dark, and the unmistakable feeling of being watched. Suddenly, skepticism turns into a hasty retreat. And Annabelle? Well, she gets the last laugh. Who's side-eyeing who now? As we wrap up this bone-chilling chapter, our journey brings us back to The Power of Polyester. Yes, dear listeners, we're circling back to Annabelle's humble fabric roots to explore if a simple sewing kit could actually put an end to her paranormal puppetry. Grab your stitches and steel your nerves, because polyester may not be the hero we need, but it might just be the hero we deserve. Here we are, fellow paranormal aficionados, at the crossroads of practicality and the supernatural. Can a simple sewing kit truly be the mystical tool to exercise Annabelle's malevolent side-eye? Let's thread the needle of curiosity and stitch together the bizarre tapestry of side-eye exorcisms. The Warrens, in their infinite paranormal wisdom, propose that the key to taming the demonic diva lies in the delicate art of sewing. A needle and some thread, and voila, instant exorcism. Forget crucifixes and incantations, it's all about the power of the pincushion. Because if there's one thing demons fear, it's a well-executed blanket stitch. Now picture the scene. A group of brave souls, armed with a sewing kit and determination, attempting to wrangle Annabelle's supernatural sass. It's like a supernatural quilting bee where polyester nightmares meet domestic arts, Did Annabelle tremble at the sight of a thimble? Probably not. But it sure makes for an entertaining mental image, doesn't it? (sighs) But let's not kid ourselves. Can polyester containment truly be achieved with a few stitches? Skeptics agree that it's like trying to catch a tornado with a butterfly net. Annabelle, with her demonic side eye, would probably scoff at the notion that a needle and thread could curb her paranormal prowess. It's the supernatural equivalent of trying to tame a lion with, well, a feather duster. Yet, the folklore persists. Tales circulate of successful side-eye exorcisms where a simple sewing kit worked wonders. One might imagine a mystical seamstress ghost nodding in approval at the finesse of a well-executed hem. The real question is, did Annabelle's side-eye soften at the sight of a skillful cross-stitch? Or did she mock the attempts with a spectral eye roll? I'm acting for the second one. As we wrap up this comedic exorcism attempt, our journey glides into the final act, the legacy. Yes, my brave listeners, we're about to explore the lasting impact of a doll's judgmental gaze on paranormal enthusiasts and skeptics alike. Get ready for tales that go beyond the stitches and into the fabric of fear. I hope you guys are loving these puns, because I had so much fun coming up with them. We've reached the climax of our paranormal puppetry escapade, the legacy of Annabelle's infamous side-eye. From innocent beginnings to demonic diva, what lasting impact has this malevolent stare left on the world? Spoiler alert, more than a few sleepless nights and perhaps a spike in sewing kit sales. Annabelle Sideye, once a quirky addition to the Occult Museum, has transcended into a cultural phenomena. Paranormal enthusiasts, skeptics, and horror aficionados alike are drawn to the legend of this judgmental doll. Forget movie stars, Annabelle is the A lister in the world of supernatural stardom. One might argue that Annabelle Sideye is the original influencer of the paranormal world. Her gaze has inspired countless works of fiction, from movies to books, and even Halloween costumes. Move over, Hollywood starlets. The true queen of horror chic is a ragdoll with an attitude problem. Let's delve into the fan mail, shall we? People from all corners of the globe claim to have felt the chilling effects of Annabelle's side-eye, Stories range from strange occurrences after visiting the occult museum, to dreams haunted by a certain red, white, and blue menace. It's like the Travelocity Gnome, but with a supernatural twist. But Annabelle's legacy doesn't stop at influencing dreams and inspiring Halloween costumes. Some claim that her side eye has a lingering effect, a curse that transcends time and space. It's the ultimate fashion statement a stare that outlasts polyester and strikes fear into the hearts of those who dare to cross her path. As we navigate the treacherous waters of Annabelle's side-eye legacy, our journey gracefully segues into the epilogue of our polyester-laden saga, the final unraveling. Prepare yourselves, my brave souls, for the grand finale, where we attempt to tie up the loose ends of this demonic tapestry. Will Annabelle's side-eye continue to haunt our dreams, or can we finally put this paranormal puppetry to rest? From the quaint beginnings of a raggedy Anne to the glitzy horrors of Hollywood, her story is a tapestry of the bizarre and the bewildering, stitched together with supernatural flair. And as we take our leave from this peculiar journey, remember that sometimes the most chilling tales are the ones we dare not untangle. But before we part ways, let me leave you with a hauntingly fitting quote from the legendary Vincent Price, a man who limits his interests, limits his life. So, expand your horizons, embrace the unknown, and who knows, you might find yourself face to face with a judgmental doll or two. And here we are, folks, at the eerie end of another Dark Enigma escapade. Thanks for hanging in there with me through the twists and turns of the paranormal playground. Before you slip back into the mundane realm, let those supernatural thoughts swirl like a ghostly apparition. Reach out to me, your fearless paranormal navigator, at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. Got ideas for a future episode, or you just want to swap some spooky stories? I'm all ears, and I respond faster than a cryptid vanishing into the night. Just don't send me any dolls because they're creepy. This has been Dark Enigma, signing off from the cryptic corridors of Renegade Talk Radio. Until our wavelengths cross again, keep those ghost detectors charged and beware of things that go bump in the night. Stay enigmatic, my spectral sidekicks, and remember, the real mystery is how I manage to make every exit sound more like a plot twist. See you, my heathens. I love ya. you, We don't sugarcoat shit. <laughs> this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.